back again. <laughs> or, yeah, you know, I'm here. Yeah, Shady's that's... back. Tell a friend. We all know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's the one. All right. Uh, so we are back and uh, we're going to get right into it after Katie introduces the podcast. Oh, so quick. Hi, everyone. Welcome to all the films we judged before. I'm Katie. Yes, that is, in fact, Lily Kay. Huzzah! It's me. It's me! We had two episodes come out last week and neither of us were in both of them. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that <laughs> happens. <laughs> anyway, we are together again. So, yeah. you know, that's always fun and celebratory and everything. So, like, yee, yay! Uh, anyway, this is our last episode for this year. So, you know. Yeah, no we... episode next week because, you know, it's, it's Christmas and it's... we're busy. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. You have to celebrate and just, you know, be with the fam and friends uh, and loved ones and whatever, you know, all that stuff. Uh, so, we're going to do the usual thing, which is. Uh, ranking the best and the worst of this year mm. um which is always very exciting it's always very fucking hard which you know it's not it's not nice please please don't be this hard <laughs> i just told katie that like this year felt really empty but at the same time looking back at it now it just feels very full with good stuff and bad stuff equally so you know it's it, it wasn't easy to put this together that's where i'm getting it <laughs> My top TV shows list, I put down three things and was like, yeah, I feel good about that. And then I went, hang on a second, and then put about six other things down that I could have said. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I replaced one of them that I wasn't sure about with a different one that I felt way better. Yeah, I basically just, with the top three movies, I played around with, with the ranking. And sometimes I swapped out movies, so it, was, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. So we get, we're definitely going to have honourable mentions. Let's I just put it this way. Yes, there are a few for sure. But in the other side of that, I found it really hard to do any like worse stuff. Like I genuinely was having a real hard time about it. Yeah, I didn't. To be fair, <laughs> it was just such a clear line of like this was good, this is shit. Well, you know, this I've gone for, most of yeah, the time. And as, as 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 I've mentioned to you just before we started, as opposed to worst, I've gone for disappointments, um, things that I found to be mid. It still counts. Um. As opposed to being like, this is actively bad. Um, yeah. Which some of them, to be fair, are kind of, they are bad. Yeah. I think the third one that I've got on here is, is more an active disappointment as opposed to actually being a bad movie. That's fair. But the TV show that I was <laughs> fucking struggled with, man. I really, honestly, was looking at like, I wish a lot of good TV this year. <laughs> which is good, but like, you know. There were, it was easy for me to put together like the the TV show, the worst ones, because it was like so clear, such a clear line. I was like, this, 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 done. <laughs> That's it. It helps that I, I am always, you know, taking notes of everything that I'm watching and I'm I'm rating them as after I watch them. So it's it's it was easier this way. Uh and I still remember the fucking worst ones, so that that also helped. I'm uh, I'm I have a feeling you and I might have um, <laughs> I was going to say um, we might have the same worst one, but I honestly don't know. Maybe. It's I went back through, you know what I did? I went back through our episodes to go and be like, what the <laughs> hell did we talk about this year? <laughs> then maybe. It's it's a possibility. Uh, so I think let's get the bad out of the way and okay. uh, uh, let's start with the worst TV shows oh, of this year. My, my, my actually not very well put together list. Okay, that's then I'm really gonna, not I'm ranked, gonna, ranked I'm, properly. I'm, I'm going to start then. Because then, 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 I've got a okay. clear number one, but the other two, I'm just like, I just put these on here. Okay. 
So my number three, because we're going backwards, so make it uh, more interesting. My number three is is a little bit of a surprise, but not really, because looking back at it and thinking about it more, I'm like, I am heavily disappointed at the end of the day, and it's sex education for. Oh, sex education is in my bed. It's in my honorable mentions. Good shows. I liked it a lot. <laughs> no, I didn't. It was looking back at it, it. It's it's a mess. Like you know, putting all of those storylines in there for the last fucking season. Like why the fuck would you do that? I understand that they got cancelled uh, out of nowhere in a way, and and they had a lot of things Sorry, to deal just with. Just the way you went cancelled made it sound like the show was like, you know social media cancel <laughs> like it's just acts. Did it, did it didn't mean it like that uh but yeah like they talked about it like you know they they planned for five seasons and then they were told that they're only going to get four seasons or something like that i don't remember the story exactly and it it shows very heavily and i can only point out a few good things about this season like uh otis is going through the same usual things that he's yeah. always going through not a single thread of character development for him at all uh thinking back at it i don't like eric's storyline now See, I'm like, that is the reason it's on my honorable mention uh, that no. entire thing is i love it no it moved I don't. me so much um I love I love the acting obviously because because it's it's fucking great but I just looking back at it and I did listen to uh, friendly space ninjas uh, entire video essay on it and I have to agree with him I'm like fuck you're right uh, but I do love Adam's uh, storyline and his dad and I kind of wish that he was with the group while all the, that was happening like you know i i feel like that the way they decided to separate basically all of the main characters that we followed so far was a bit weird uh i i i think dan levy deserves so much more uh than what he got in there and it it just looking back at it and comparing it to because i think that's very important the fantastic first two seasons because those were amazing it's just it's a mess it's it's just too convoluted and and they wanted to put too many things in there the new characters were annoying i'm not gonna lie i'm still on that board where i'm like oh jesus christ nothing behind their characters so i'm like no no i'm i'm disappointed all together it's one of those shows where i'm disappointed you're disappointed this, uh, final season. yeah um i i yeah i still really liked it i found it very powerful i think it's the season that has made me cry the most genuinely um so probably yeah. me as well but like yeah looking back but, like it. you have to remember you cry at everything i don't actually cry that much at stuff That's true. Um, and it really got me in a lot of ways and i think the sensitivity that they um went uh and discussed uh gender dysmorphia and everything that that um cal went through was honestly some of the best i've seen it done so far um yeah, but it was it was underdeveloped and like you know very it's, heavily it, like it needed more space and more I'm, I'm not saying that the season was without flaws but i do yeah. think it did a lot for it like it didn't do enough like things that were like wrong with it for me to feel like it wasn't good if you know what <laughs> i mean um no yeah, that's that understandable but i'm like you know once again the topics were great but i wish they wouldn't have left it for the last season like it, it it just felt like new yeah, school no, new yeah. characters new and and everything just felt like like this 
no, I don't fair. have a better ring to explain it. <laughs> so altogether, I am disappointed. Yeah, understandable. Season four. Uh, so what is your number three? Um, I think I'm going to say for my number three, I mean, because we didn't get a chance to talk about this, yes. this would be a great time. Okay. I'm putting Gen V on here because it fucked me off. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> But I will hear you out. <laughs> um, I it's most of the stuff that I try to explain to you in in text and to the audience. I'll try to explain. I feel like this franchise is doing the exact same thing over and over again in every season it tries to create, and it's starting to really annoy me. In that it, it feels like to me that they've set up this like internal conflict within world, wherein there is there are two sides to a conflict, and nobody is looking at the middle ground. And anybody who even dares look at the middle ground of this sort of thing, in that I'm saying, like, Vought is terrible because they are the capitalist sort of, like, marketing ploy thing that makes puts all these people on top um, and perpetuates a cycle of power and violence in mm. that they are the ones pushing for the sense of, like, um, you know, uh, these are the people who should care about all that sort of thing. And I totally get that. The flip side to it that I find very irritating now is that people who aren't in those positions of power are just going around doing the same things over and over again. In that, like, all the soups are just like, well, we're not being represented properly. properly. And also, humans are terrible and we think they should all die. And I just need to get really annoyed by it. <laughs> in that, I was really enjoying the season up until the episode after what's her name the blonde hair uh, kate uh, yeah no, kate. not kate no it was, yeah kate kate but it's spelt with a c that's yes. what it was um i really enjoyed that whole thing where they were trying to help her it the, the flip that then she has into um oh i want to i want to help you guys now because I, i'm really like and i i it's not i'm not saying that it doesn't work like it is well written in like like everything that they've done makes sense i just don't enjoy it <laughs> it just feels like we're going around in circles and it's like soups are the bad guys but also they're not the bad guys because they're just being set up to be the bad guys but also they are the bad guys because they want to kill everybody because they have all this power and then all the humans are like soups terrible so we should kill all the soups and then they all just keep perpetuating the thing and it like every time some character goes this seems weird maybe we should just do neither of these things they get absolutely fucked and i haven't seen anybody in the middle ground get get gain any sort of sense of like ground and like nuance in the conversation um that they've kind of kept trying to have in the show and it's 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 really annoying me and i want somebody with a, a level of like okay i see where you're coming from and i see where you're coming from and maybe we can have a conversation <laughs> that doesn't require us delving into by the end of it a massive bloodbath. But then it wouldn't be the boys and Gen V. You know. But like, it's... it can still have some of that, but it needs to have, like, at this point, we've had so much of it. Altogether, that's four seasons worth of show where nothing has changed. That's not true. I don't agree with them. I, you know, like, the whole... that First of all, in Gen V, there is no human storyline, basically, if we put it that way. Human storyline. Uh, there is, but like that, it's not that important. Then, but it's, it's, it is important. It is monumental the... to the entire season because it's the thing that forces everything into into um 
And not in the fact that there are human characters that are monumental. It's that the humans doing stuff are monumental to the characters of the show. Like, the reason people start, like, become who they are by the end of the season is because of human experiments. Yes, but that's the whole point of the boys and Jambi storyline. Like, you know, it's like we created these super-powered beings, but at the same time we fear them, obviously, because this uh, I don't remember. I don't remember her name, but uh, uh, the woman the main... who uh, yeah. yes, uh, because obviously f we find out that uh, she had enough because um, her husband and her kid died on the plane that Homelander uh, fucking just left behind in sure. season one, which is like fucking brilliant. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, she has her reasons. And she's planning on killing all the soups. And I think she's the most effective so far with coming up with a virus that can, you know, only kill the soups, which will be huge for the boys, I believe. Um, and and I, I think altogether, like looking at it from the perspective of the soups in here and not to mention the very young ones as well, who are only now just discovering just like being a teenager and on top of that, having superpowers and how to handle those superpowers. It's, it's, it, it was refreshing how they went about it and, and how they showed like, you know, they can already see how fucked up the entire thing is because by the end they realize that they are not there to study <laughs> or there to be experimented on by the company who gave them the fucking superpowers. And it's like, okay, how do you deal with that? You deal with it like that. I would also like to say that still, uh, this adaptation is just so much better than what it adapted <laughs> because okay. the comics are just awful. They don't have like, you know, any character development, anything at all. It's just literally just... So what you're saying, if I got annoyed at this, I just shouldn't go anywhere close to the comics. No, nowhere close. <laughs> nowhere close to the comics at all because it's like, it's just... I can see how bloody. the things that I'm starting to get irritated by in the show could absolutely yeah. come from a place of the comics. I oh, just yeah. want some kind of... I'm looking for somebody, somebody, to feel like they have, like, like that they can move in the plot. Like, they can, they can move stuff in the plot that is looking at things from a sense of, like, you know, soups are just people with superpowers. They're not, like, aliens. They don't... They still have the ability to feel emotions. And like, yeah, but it, of course, but also, it it was revealed in I think it was in season three or season two that it it does change you, uh, once you get the, what is it called? I the, I can't think. The V compound. Yes. Because they're called Gen V. Yes, compound V. Yeah. Compound V. If if it. if it it en enhances your emotions, usually the ne negative ones. That's why. Butcher and Huey were both mm. awful uh, <laughs> once they got in. See, I don't think that's clear anymore. I think it is because, like, I mean, I, like, it's not like I've been, I've, I've been watching this, you know, year to year. It's not. I, I, I forgot that. You know, if if that's going to be something that's going to be important to the way that people play out, I think it should be more prevalent within, like, actually how people talk about things. But I, I think that that's why season three was very important for the boys because it showed through them, like, you know, it enhanced all the wrong 
things about them basically yeah. butcher I've, became I've a bigger got, asshole i've still got my annoyances for season three as well but to be fair i don't i don't i still think it's brilliant and i'm so looking forward to season four i'm like yes also as much as i love i think that anthony stars is a brilliant job as homelander that cameo did not work for me at all like I know why it, I know why it was there, and I could see the point. But to me, it felt like they were playing into the exact thing that they were kind of satirizing. In that they were like, "Hey, look!" and a guy that you know in a different thing showed up, and I'm like, "Okay, this just this just kind of pisses me off more than anything else." Like I know why you're doing it, but also it really it, this doesn't feel it fits it right to me. But also by that point, I'd already been pissed off by a bunch of the other stuff that happened in the plot, so I was just like, "No, no, thank you." <laughs> Let's agree that we disagree on this. No, that's fair. And I think that's, that I, I just, it just it just annoyed me more than anything else. Also, we, we, we should mention that you watched it in a state where you, you shouldn't oh, yes, have I watched it. I was not doing great. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you probably shouldn't have watched this. But like, I, it, at the time, it was like, well, we, we're going to be recording. And it was like, there was no way I was going to, there was no winning for me in this situation. Yeah, yeah. no. All right, uh, let's jump to number two. Uh, okay, real quick, I want to point yes. out that I've specifically left something off this list because I think you would kill me if I actually incurred it, if you've included it on here. Do I want to know? No. <laughs> okay, now you said it now, it annoys me already. <laughs> it's not on the list though, so... <laughs> you have to talk about it after. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, my number two is going to annoy a lot of people, but mm. I don't care. It was a fucking disappointment, and I think it was very bad. It's Shadow and Boon season two. I'm sorry. Uh, to be fair, it's not on either of my lists. Um, yeah. it, 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 it was a mess, to be fair. It, it's um, a very big mess. <laughs> I'm like... still annoyed they cancelled it, though, because that was that is the fucking crime um, in that. It, it, no, listen to me. I So, fun fact, I've got some inside knowledge here. I spoke to somebody at a networking event who used to work for Netflix in a pretty high position who told us literally about a month or two before the, it was announced that they cancelled the show that the reason that they weren't do, it, it continuing on with it was because um, it didn't do well in North America and that was the only reason hmm. and like I just feel that that spin-off should have had time to breathe especially if you look at the numbers now it did great like numbers wise like if you look at the Netflix ratings, it was fifteenth in the world in those mm. first six months. There's no reason they should have cancelled it, other than like, oh, it just didn't do the well in the way that we've sort of arbitrarily decided things need to fit. Mm. So it, it is stupid. <laughs> it's... Well, yeah, looking at it number wise, it is it is stupid, and you know, and it's like they're not that... they're not cancelling it based on how good it is. Let's be funny because the amount of shit that Netflix has made and then made more of. Yeah, but probably the numbers there as well were like, you know, I, I think it's it's never about like, is it good or not good on like a critical side. It's more like, are we happy with the numbers or not? And I'm sure they have like some kind of, you know, quarters that they need to reach to, I mean, to put it like this. Have you heard about, so um, there was a show, I can't remember what it was called, something, it was something Babysitters, I think about like, I, I can't Babysitters remember. Babysitters Club? Might have been that. Yeah, that was doing really well per Netflix's numbers, and okay. then their next season got cancelled because it was in between the time in between the I think first and second season came out. Squid Game came out, and Squid yes. Game was such an insane runaway hit that it moved all of their numbers up basically. And they went, "Well, if it's not doing as well as Squid Game, not, not worth it." 
which is just an insane bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. I don't there's know. I never. Like, there's a bunch <laughs> of politics of the way that Netflix renews shows or doesn't renew shows that is literally insane. Um, and I, you know, I said, I said to you when when Shadow and Bone season two came out, I was like, I'm aware a lot of this is not good, but I'm kind of ignoring. Yeah, but I, I, you know, and I, I'm not gonna blame you for it or or say that you know you're stupid if you're, because you're enjoying it. I'm not gonna say that, but I'm like, it was so bad, like literally is that it's the kind of bad that it's like just bad and it's not bad in a good way if that makes sense like you know there are these raunchy movies that are we know it's bad but it's fun and still enjoyable like most of the rock movies let's be fair <laughs> like uh but but it this was just bad on on all level and i'm saying this after reading all of the books that are integrated in it the 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 fact that they integrated them in the first place is insane it's yeah that's that's one thing the second thing is season two would logically should follow the second book of yeah. the series instead it follows the second and the third one they just went oh, okay let's throw everything in here and i went wait what it, it it's like <laughs> I, yeah I, i'm you know i i don't disagree with you it is it it was such a mishmash and i still don't quite understand why they decided to play the end of crooked kingdom before they did literally any of the first or the second book in the six of crows storyline but i still wanted a six of crows show like i still think they should have yeah i i'm I'm, you know i still want to see that i'm not going to say i i don't because i i think it, it could work really well if if and that's very important if they are only touching that and that's that, it. And it, that that should have been the way it should have been yes. since the beginning. Yeah. And I'm so glad that they're all friends. They're all really cute together. I got to see Jack Wolf on stage this year, and he's an incredible singer, by the way. Um, really was amazing in Next to Normal, and I was very very happy to to see him doing well. But it's one of those things we could stop. Like, why did you do it like this? Yeah, I just don't really understand the logic behind it, if I'm honest, because I I truly think like Shadow and Boon in itself could have worked perfectly fine. Like, you know, it, it's it's a good uh, material to turn into a series, like, as it is. And Six of Crows is a great material to turn into a series, Six as it is. Honestly, <laughs> would have worked so well just on its own. Exactly. they are stronger books anyway. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> straight up, they 100%, are. 100%, yeah. They are stronger books. But now, now we never get to see Mateus with everybody. Poor guy's still in jail. Yeah. Although, spoiler alert, he does get to still be alive. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, which is kind Now he can never die. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it was just, it it I felt that it was like really really bad. And I'm not you know not acting wise. I'm not saying that the actors did Everything bad. Was brilliant. Everyone was great. Still, they they put everything in there basically. So I didn't have a problem with that. But it's just the script. Some of the lines were so stupid. I was like, the fuck is happening with this show? Like, it got to the point, and it's very rare for me. Like, it, it needs to be either very boring or very bad, where I just, there were parts where I didn't even pay attention at all. I just found myself being like, because I hate when people do this. This is like one of my pet peeves. I fucking hate it. When, when we watch something and I see a friend, family member, or whatever, just being like, 
and that's it and i'm like why why are you on your phone fucking watch what we're watching and then be in the moment when, when i'm when, when it's bad or very boring i do the same and that's how i know like it's just not clicking with me so i literally watched the second half of the entire season while i was drawing so i wasn't really paying attention to it because i was like there's oh, like God. there are some bits in that second season that i really really loved the whole and that i actually thought were quite inventive in terms of like adding things into the story i really like that whole bit where they tried to they break into that woman's house and then they all start hallucinating their various like Thing. I think it could have been fleshed out in a couple more places and in a bit I loved Kaz's and I loved everything about Jesper's whole thing where he got to speak to his mother um, yeah. and uh, I loved Wyland just being like wow look at these butterflies here guys eat these yeah but you know That's it's, the most it's encapsulation like... of like that boy that I've ever seen in my life <laughs> Yeah, but if if you looking at that, and that's my brother, so I can talk on this. Uh, if you're watching this without ever reading the books, it just doesn't really do anything for you. Like I understand why it was good for you and why I might have enjoyed it, but like for someone who never touched the books, it's like, okay, <laughs> like the, my brother literally said that he really enjoyed the first season. Mm. I will put it out there, not reading the books or anything. And then he watched the second one and he was like, well, it didn't do anything like at all. Like he couldn't connect with anyone. It was very rushed. It was, it was way too many people in there. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Because there are people in there that shouldn't be in it at all. And I, I will say this one last time, the way they fucking killed the sea serpent was ridiculous. I was so like they killed the sea. Like, here's the thing: they killed the sea serpent very early on in the second book, generally speaking. Yeah, but, but the not second like book, this. but the second book then becomes a political thriller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like you know, and they didn't kill it like this, and wasn't that like the entire storyline about Lena becoming like actually a saint to the people, and like everything with the apparatus. Just oh yeah, they just. <laughs> Just put it out on the window. Anyway, talked about it too much. It's it's my number two. Uh, very disappointing. I will just bluntly say that it's bad. Done. Sorry, fans. I also read the books. I love the books, but it's an all for me. Uh, six of course could still happen. Please, like yes, please. Know, I'm interested but, 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 in please that. Please don't uncancel the the spinoff. Just give us yeah. a spinoff. Like yeah, we all want that's it. it. That's it. It will uh, do well. <laughs> yeah. What's your number two? Um, my number two, I don't know if you ever got around to watching this, but it's um, Our Flag Bones Death Season 2. No, I, I haven't watched it yet. So I watched all of it, and it did this thing for me where it, because it released in, it released the first three episodes and they did it in two episode chunks, I think. Yeah. Am I lying? I think that's how it, ha how it happened. I don't know. I can't maybe speak it was, on it. Maybe it was three episode chunks. I honestly can't remember. The first three episodes I watched and it felt a little bit like I was watching fan fiction. And I don't think that was in a particularly good way. Ah. Um, lots of people loved it, by the way. People a lot of people online absolutely adored it, but I think um it, it kind of got me back. It felt a lot more like the first season in the next few episodes that I really enjoyed. Like mm. it, that middle bit, I was like, actually this is quite fun and yeah. enjoyable, and I'm really liking a lot of it. By the last two episodes. It just like, and I don't blame anybody making the show for this. Mm, I think they mm. did the best they could with it, what they had, because mm. they moved to New Zealand. Okay. So everything in it looks gorgeous, mm. but it's very much, it like feels very plain that they were like, we're giving you less money, less episodes to make things in. Um, so the entire season feels so rushed. 
it's like it, you get to episode eight and you're like what do you mean this is over um it's just like it is like by those last two episodes it is a mess yeah like, it's just like and it and it, uh, there's so many things in it that i really liked which is why i'm like super disappointed by it because like i said though, mm. yeah though, yeah i think it did i think it did three episodes three episodes two episodes if i remember correctly i honestly can't remember it might have yeah. been three episodes two episodes i can't fucking um it, it's been a few months but yeah, those those middle three episodes were so fun. They had some great character development in there. They've got some new people in, which I feel great are great. But at the same time, they left out some like pretty like not even major characters, but like um Paul Gus Khan um got like sacked from the first season. Um there's a lot of rumors around it, it, it's suggesting that it was because of some views that he said on, on on the internet. I'm not going to, you know, give that credence or anything because I don't think there's any um confirmation of whether or not that's true mm, mm. but you can tell that the budget has been massively squeezed because there's a bunch of people in episodes that only turn up for like half of it and then they disappear for half the season mm. um uh you and brenner 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 the scotch has got buttons yes yes he's in like the first three episodes and then he turns into a seagull and then you don't see him again um it was very funny to be fair <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing right. was quite funny but like you yeah. can tell they were just sort of like we don't have the budget to actually pay all of our actors to be in all of the episodes oh <laughs> so like they've got other people in that they can pay less to do yeah uh, to be in because they're new characters so they yeah. don't have to negotiate quite as high a pay um mm. and it just it the whole thing just felt like kind of blur <laughs> by the end of it um, yeah. which is just such a shame because it really is such a lovely show and everything yeah. in it is brilliant and when it's when it's good it is so fun um mm. uh a little spoiler alert for um uh you know the people watching who haven't seen it or anything but um dear lucius does come back up he's not dead and okay. he's i think my favorite part of the entire season nathan okay, fode good. is so funny i can't like I think he is my he's genuinely my favorite part of the entire thing. Yeah. Every yeah, time yeah. he's on screen, I'm like, I love you. This is the best. Yeah. Um and Taika and Reese do a really good job playing that whole love story mm. thing mm. well. Mm. Um I think it gets a little bit it become, yeah, like you said, it comes really rushed by the end because they they sort of break up, get back together, break up, get back together. It's like a whole thing that just yeah. it really didn't work within like the short amount of time that they had. Yeah. Um, if they had gotten the ten episodes they had in the first season, I think it would have been mm. miles better. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is kind of my disappointment because, like, again, it was messy, messy, yeah. <laughs> messy. Oh no! All right. Uh, we arrived to number one. We have number one. <sighs> it's like, you know, <laughs> can I'm I guess? Because I, th I think it might be the same as my first one as well. You can guess. Is it Secret Invasion by any chance? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, my number one. And it was the easiest one I got down on paper. I was like, well, that obviously... Yeah. Happened. <laughs> it I'm, I'm just so disappointed. Like, this is... I, I said this as well previously. It's my first genuine disappointment in Marvel. I'm not going to lie. Like, very... I'm like, why? <laughs> why did you do it? <laughs> it was so boring. <laughs> like, this is... Because the Secret Invasion comic books are so fucking brilliant. And I'm like, me, maybe you should have stayed with that. <laughs> you had Samuel L. Jackson. You got Olivia Coleman in. And you still and Amelia Clark. a really boring show. 
It's like, and and the thing is, and that's that's more annoying than anything else, is that it had some genuinely good moments, which I think if they would have kept with that tone and conversation style, which I'm, I mean with Talos and uh, Nick talking in the, in the train, uh, that scene was really good. Yeah, was uh, good. Or, or, or where, where the first episode was genuinely like, you know, started off good. And then they just, they went, okay, not anymore. We're just going to rush everything here and just put and everything we're gonna in there. And we're going to go super, like, Hero MacGuffin will make yes. Cloth into truly everything. Like, yes. literally everything. Yeah. In a way that is seriously boring. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... I'm so disappointed. It was not good. No. So that's your first one as well. That then. was my first. Okay, good. <laughs> and it was like the then, easiest one I put down. Okay, yeah. The other two, I was like, I don't know what's good with this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Done. I don't want to talk about it. We anymore. don't need to talk about it anymore. It sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm so disappointed. It was, it was my favorite comic run. So I'm like, I was very sad with it. Anyway, let's, let's do the good stuff. Let's talk about the top three best TV shows. Uh, and uh, let's start at uh, number three. Uh, I also changed this list many times, so I, I actually have like separate things here. But then I, I went and, and highlighted the one that I, I'm going to go with. So I'm, I'm going to follow this, but I do have honorable mentions. I was going to say, very I'm going to put this out here. This list is in flux and probably would change with by the time that this episode goes out. Like it, it, it shifts around it, and truly, to be honest, they're kind of all at number one. But I'm going to put them down in the order. I'm going to give them to you in the order that I I got them, you know. So I'll I'll say the one I put down first last in in that sort of sense. So like you can get a sense of like my immediate gut reaction put them down in this order, right? So I'll put as number three, um, and it's one I was telling you about the other day. Fellow travelers, yes, is genuinely one of the best things I've seen this year. Okay, um, it is stunning. Mm. Jonathan Bailey and Matt Bomer are incredible together. If mm. you don't like watching sex scenes with your parents, don't watch this <laughs> with anybody else in the room. Wait, hold on. First of all, a question. Who likes to watch sex scenes? <laughs> Fair point. Like... But like, if you're like actively to the point of being like, absolutely the fuck not i need to know yeah. in advance like it, that it, that there's gonna be there's a lot of sexual content in this in this series um uh and i'm gonna be honest it's brilliant it is I'm all story based yes um <laughs> it is the most like and i was thinking about like the way to word this the other night because it is like it's the most realistic version of um a gay relationship that i think i've ever seen on television um in all of the nuances that go into that in the sexual politics of it in 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 and, and the sex scenes aren't just there for like oh look it's raunchy it tells mm. you something constantly about both of those characters it yeah. normalizes things like kink and um what the, you know the sort of dynamics of that kind of relationship are in like dominant submissive sort of stuff and it doesn't like what's the word it doesn't make it seem deviant which i think yeah. happens quite a lot in mm. like even in, in stuff that's like oh this is um either they 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 um completely sanitize it so it's like you know palatable for people who are um you know a bit like a little, that, that kind of level of homophobic where they're like it's fine yeah but they're kind of swallowing it that kind of thing um yeah. as long as i don't have to see anything um sort of a vibe you know um mm. it it 
it just it all of those bits are on full display and at no point do you feel like oh this is like weird or creepy or fucked up or anything like this there's some like interesting power dynamic stuff that goes on between two characters that you're kind of there are times where i was like oh i'm not sure how i feel about the way that this is like playing between these two people but it's not like it's not because they're gay you know yeah yeah. it's 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 about well it kind of is but like in a different way it's not like oh these types of people are um inherently power hungry or like um manipulative etc etc because they are this like you know they they might be like they're they're like a dom or something like that it plays that way because like it plays on because it starts in 1953 with or maybe 1952 the early 50s anyway with the rise of mccarthyism and what is known as the lavender scare which was a thing alongside the red scare in which they basically went there are deviants within the government uh, that we need to root out because they are the source of all evil kind of a mm. thing um and it, it kind of shows you like it, it like it, here's like you know you see both sides of like what it means to come out in that kind of time period um not necessarily in the 50s because that would have been like <laughs> just the, nobody would have done that um I'm sure somebody people did come out in the 50s but like it would have been like terrible for the both of them um if either of that actually did but so you can kind of understand where both characters end up coming from by the time they get to where they end up at the end of the 80s in the midst of the AIDS crisis um and um I wept during the last episode just fully wept (laughs) like Mm. (laughs) the last shot is so powerful and like reminding the reminder of just how much like an entire generation of queer people that we lost to the AIDS crisis because the um you know governments just didn't do anything to because it was like oh well you know these people are dirty they deserve the dirty disease yeah um it's that whole thing and it's just it's just incredibly powerful and I think it, it like uh, Jonathan Bailey said something to this effect recently where he was like I do believe that all actors should be able to all play parts of all kinds I'm still a bit kind of iffy on that when it comes to trans people, just because we you know where we are at, at, you know, in a society. But you know, I I have no problem with straight actors playing straight and gay characters and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah. fact that all of our main players in this uh, show are gay, yeah, 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 really adds a level of authenticity to the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, and it's just stunning. It really is. And I was really looking forward to it when I found out about it, just because I I have loved <laughs> been a fan of Matt Bomer for a really long time. Mm. Um, and then uh, obviously I'm also a fan of Jonathan Bailey's as we like to call him in my little friend group Final Fantasy XIV's Jonathan Bailey because <laughs> it's yeah. funny um, <laughs> but also I'm going to look up their names because they are fantastic and I think they, they need also in a shout out because it also plays on because it, it not only shows um, you know the, the you know our, our main leads are two white gays but we also have a little bit of what it means to be a, re- a lesbian. There's a couple of uh, there's like um, a couple of drag characters, mm-hmm. um, and it also shows what it meant to be black in in a lot of yeah. um, these the spaces. So I want to give a shout out to the guy who plays Mar- um, Marcus and Frankie because both of them were amazing, and I loved their relationship so much. Um, give me a second, uh, Jelani Aladdin and Noah Ricketts who play Marcus and Frankie because they're. Uh, stunning just both of them are incredible in it um but yeah i really highly recommend it and really should watch it especially if you're at all interested in queer history because it kind of puts the whole thing on display yeah uh, especially in the u.s i should be very specific it is a very u.s centric um thing yeah awesome 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, my number three is, I will put this out immediately, it's the only <laughs> English speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not okay. <laughs> And it's Soka. Uh, I've been a fan of hers for a very, very long time. And now I know that just that facial expression just sold you out. That it yeah, it did. I, did, I didn't even try to hide it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I saw it. Uh, I fucking loved it. Uh, I... I truly stand by what I said. If you didn't listen to uh, our podcast on the episode on Ahsoka, uh, we have Elliot on and you can find it on our Spotify. It's going to be in the links. Uh, anyway, but I'm going to repeat it here. Uh, it's, uh, you know, your criticism was that it feels like it's, it's like, you know, it's not uh, really... I can't hear you. You disappeared <laughs> from that year. <laughs> I whispered. It was like, you don't actually, it's fine. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think it was brilliant. I, I think uh, they did justice for not only Ahsoka's character, but all of the Rebels characters and the fact that Throne is fucking Lars Mikkelsen is the best thing. One of the best things that happened this year, because that man is brilliant and he played Throne so brilliantly already in the Rebels and he's the only one who can play him. I'm just gonna die on this hill. I don't care. <laughs> the action was fantastic. I love the lightsaber duels. Uh, that uh, episode 5 with Anakin and Ahsoka was beautiful, just beautiful. And Throne's arrival was the best. Uh, in both sense, like, you know, when he first showed up in the TV series and when he got back into the galaxy. And I honestly can't wait, first of all, to see Ahsoka season two, which I still uh, strongly believe that it's just going to be Ahsoka and Sabine uh, stranded on uh, the uh, on the other uh, galaxy. Uh, and uh, they film this movie where, or maybe trilogy, we don't know yet, uh, where Throne is going to be the main ten. And we're going to see some fan favorite Star Wars characters come to life for the first time. And I'm like, yes, please bring it on. That's it. I won't rehash anything because I don't want to. It's part of the reason why I fully didn't put this on my list. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I knew you would just look at me like, how dare you? But I will (laughs) say, there is a great video that Drew Gooden put out this month about Star Wars, which basically sums up everything I feel about some of the Star Warsy stuff. Um, and I will point everybody in that direction um, to watch. If you want to get a sense of what my feelings are, watch that video because that video sums it up. Truly, like I, I've never sat and watched a half an hour video and gone, "Yes, that's what I mean." <laughs> so mm. much. Um, I think it's brilliant. You may entirely disagree. In fact, you probably will. But <laughs> um, I, that I think that video pretty much sums up exactly how I feel about the whole thing. Um, we don't need to go into, into it anymore. <laughs> Number two, what is your number two? Here? I put um, the best season two as one of my, as the second one I wrote down. Um, uh, I, I've thought, I mean, I was really looking forward to it anyway. I like, I fully, I loved the first season of the bear so fucking much. Um, uh, and season two really didn't disappoint. I'm glad that season two had more episodes because so many shows are getting less episodes as they go on. This one had more episodes, which means more stuff, and some of them got to be longer. That yeah. episode six with the Christmas dinner. Yeah, is truly one of the most like, the not even nerve wracking, just like anxiety inducing things I've ever seen in my life. Everybody in it is fan, fucking tastic. Um, that last confrontation at the dinner table where he's like threatening to throw that fork at Bob Odenkirk mm. is just tension, perfect yeah. tension. Yeah. Um, uh, where you're literally sitting there like, don't throw the fucking fork, <laughs> just, just don't do it. 
um everybody yeah it is amazing um it is uh, infuriating in a way that i actually enjoy as opposed to um infuriating in a way that like this feels like bad writing you know what i mean in that like i feel like the characters are very distinct and like everything like they are frustrating in places but i think like that makes them very human Mm. um i'm looking forward to season three which has been officially announced i'm so happy about that because i think everybody in it is brilliant yeah it wasn't um, surprising that they announced it to be No, fair. it's true. It wasn't entirely surprising. But you know you know how it is nowadays. I know. Where it's like you're but waiting for a, a season renewal and you're like... <laughs> everyone is literally gushing about this TV show. So I wasn't surprised that there's going to be a yeah, season. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, thank God. But like, you know, you can't be sure until somebody yeah, is I know. okay. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It's stunning. Um, I love everything about it. Um, even if I'm infuriated with everybody at the moment, but infuriated in a way that I'm like, be better. True, true. Yeah, I watched it as well, both seasons, because it was really hard for me to to watch, the, the, to get into it at all. Like I started watching it and I stopped that like maybe episode two or something like that. But I watched it. I am officially on board, uh, and I definitely needed to get through that first three episodes because yeah, no, <laughs> that was. <laughs> I still I still feel like those are like not doing anything for me. And then as it got into the later things, I was like, yeah. You can't so, deny that episode seven of that first season isn't just like a piece it's, of genius television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Will Porter was in it, and I love yeah, Will and Will Porter. Porter was so lovely. He's my guy. He's my guy. So Again, anyway. another show with Olivia Coleman in a very small part that used her perfectly. Yeah, as well. Yeah. That episode about Richie is genuine. It's it's, it's up so there nice. as one of my favorites. It's so yeah, oh, wonderful. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it definitely won my heart. Uh, alrighty. Uh, yeah. my number two is number two. Oh, I, another I, Korean I, show. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and this was very hard because I've been debating this very oh, so much. Like this is where I'm gonna ever... have to take notes so I can tell my mom if she's seen yeah. them. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I I had to decide between two fantastic new shows, uh, from Korea. One of them was Mask Girl, uh, which dealt with uh the Korean beauty standards and girls dream to become a professional dancer and, okay, uh, and and it's it's it was and it turned into the fucking greatest thriller that you ever gonna watch basically are we think are we, are we talking kind of black swan vibes or <laughs> maybe not that surreal but like the yeah. obsession kind of thing okay kind of yeah okay. yeah and it's fantastic but then <laughs> i was reminded thanks to my list that also this year brought us bloodhounds which is genuinely one of the greatest things that I've seen <laughs> like lately. It's the, it was one of those shows again that thinking back on it, uh, it was really difficult to get through the first episode because while I enjoyed the characters and I enjoyed the stories that they set up, which was like, you know, these are uh, both young guys served in the army doing boxing trying to get uh, their Young family in Korea, the yeah. Army. <laughs> yes uh trying to get their families out of deaths and 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 you know it's it's like a very heart-wrenching story uh, already but for some reason it didn't click at first because mm. i wasn't sure like what what are we gonna do with this like you know how how it's how it's gonna get more you know difficult for them and whatever it gets so much more difficult for them <laughs> and the only reason i got back to it is that i saw a clip on tiktok 
that was taken out from episode five and i was like i need to get there because it was like a 15 second clip and it, and it was so brilliant and then i started like tearing up during that 15 seconds <laughs> and then i got back into it and i was like on board from the first second of episode two and it's just it's very brutal i will put it out there like it's the fight everything there's an episode that's just like completely heartbreaking because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it i'm not gonna spoil it <laughs> because I'm, I'm hoping that people are gonna be like oh interesting i'm gonna watch it uh they built it up so brilliantly and these two uh guys are working so well together as okay first i hated you now you're my best friend and now you're my brother for life <laughs> by the end that is it it was just oh, it's just perfect i don't know if they're going to do a season two it was implied kind of that maybe there's going to be a season two this is the kind of tv show where i will say that it doesn't need a season two as much as i absolutely love them uh but who knows maybe we're going to get a season two if we do i won't i won't complain but i love this first season so bloodhounds is number two okay number one <laughs> number one truly i feel like if anybody's paying attention probably won't be too much of a surprise it's succession season four yes it's not surprising. <laughs> it's right here <laughs> yes <laughs> it's why i picked the background in the first place yes. it is genuinely some of the best television i've ever fucking seen um every week was like another like smack in the face but in the best way <laughs> Um, truly some career best performances from everybody involved. Um, Jeremy Strong really does act his fucking ass off in this entire season. And if I'm saying this again, I've said this before, I'm yeah. saying it right to the camera. If Kieran Culkin does not get the Emmy for this fucking season, it will be a crime. He knocks it out of the park. He's my favorite part of this entire season. The, the, the point gets to in this episode which is the second last episode of the show is like it, it just like it, it was so inevitable but it was stunning to to to, to witness he does this he does this speech in episode five i think um with against um one of the scars guys <laughs> um, <laughs> no i think it's Al alex Alex, yes. Yeah, it is Alex. Alex. I was uh, trying to remember if it was Alex or Alec or, or, or the uh, um Skarsgård, where he yeah, he does this fucking like rant. Hang on. Rant. I'm sorry, I say rant and people get really annoyed at me because they're like, that's not how that say you say that word. Rant. Um Wait, uh, wait, hold on. I have I have to go back. Is it Alexander Skarsgård? Or... Alexander Skarsgård. It is. Okay. Okay. I was saying they're like nobody calls him Alex, do they? That's that's where I'm getting confused. No. Yeah, it's Alexander. It's Alexander. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a, yeah, it's Alexander Skarsgård, um, who is like such an interesting villain for that whole season. And Sarah Snook, like, is like her fucking micro expressions are unparalleled, frankly. Mm. Um, she does something in in episode three that is just heartbreaking. I watched episode three, which kind of has become kind of infamous at this point. After I got back from Amsterdam back in April and I was so ill, I was just like, I had the worst cold. I had a mm. terrible cold sore on my lip. I just felt like death. 
and I pulled I was like I got home mid-afternoon after traveling all day and I just like got into my pajamas and curled up in bed and then just sobbed for an hour because of this episode um which you just aren't expecting because it's succession and they're all terrible people but I'm also like I'm feeling really bad for all these people actually yeah um it just came so brilliantly full circle and um uh, Jesse Armstrong's a fucking genius um and every every single cameraman on that show should deserves an it like an Emmy of their own because the work that they do in like creating some of the humor and also some of the drama don't get mm. me wrong mm. um is phenomenal um I really hope at some point you get around to watching it I'm aware I've gone out of focus um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go um, there you go I really hope that you get around to watching it at some point because it is genuinely some of the best television that we've had in decades <laughs> thing is uh i think i i now know why i am more drawn to korean tv shows currently mm. and i i think it's because people i keep throwing around like with a lot of shows not just with succession that this is the best thing you ever watch you know i i see it on twitter there's, and everything there's, there's no what's the word hype around the stuff that you're watching or expectation when you're going into it well there might be i am but I'm, you're not I feeling just, it yeah i'm just not that's feeling what i'm getting at <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I, I i think it's like you know and the other thing is is that the storytelling methods of the korean tv shows are just working much better for me currently like you know uh and it's like don't yell at me and you know don't hate on me <laughs> but i'm like i'm missing some of the things that are now like icky for American TV shows because they want to be progressive and they want to be, you know, okay, we understand you all and whatever. Like, you know, at this point, we're at the point where there are not really great love stories mm. anymore. And I, I, I never thought that I'm going to be the one who's going to be like, oh, I, I, I kind of miss that, <laughs> you know? And I, I think I kind of do because basically, all of these current TV shows that I watched had one way or another some kind of great love story in there. And they weren't afraid to go into it, like how fragile it can be and whatever. And I miss that from American TV shows currently, where it's like, you know, why why are we afraid of love? And it shows in animation as well. Like, you know, I'm like, why? <laughs> I will point out that there's, a, a again, in the sort of, I've mentioned them before, but Verily Bitchy has a great um, video on bisexual representation and the importance of it being not perfect. And I think that's part of part of the issue that we've got going on where everybody's like, we want to be as like good as possible. It's like, stop making characters good and just make them interesting. Yeah. If they're like fucked up and stupid and like, you know, express their sexuality in a way that is like not like you know completely perfect that makes for much more interesting characters and we also need to be teaching audiences how to like watch that sort of thing again because just so many people are so afraid of the idea of like getting their audience getting annoyed at their characters having genuine conflict like make conflict this show is about conflict it's all conflict yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all terrible people and you really care about them by the end yeah and i you know i honestly believe that it's great and i especially believe you uh, uh, on that matter, but I'm like, I have a fatigue currently towards yeah. American or any other kind. 
and call me an at the moment. I don't know. I I probably get back into it, like because there are a lot of shows for next year that I'm interested in and are not Korean. So I'm like, yeah, who knows? Who knows what the f- future holds? Maybe next year is going to be the year when uh, I will watch Succession. You can never know. One can never know. Well, also, uh, just real quick, if you do watch Succession, because this is the thing I go into all the time. <laughs> when if people are getting into succession the first i want to say like three episodes are like fine i actually watched the first two episodes and didn't watch it uh, for fucking ages after that yeah. point because i just was like this is okay i guess if you're if you if you're feeling interested in it by episode four but you're not sure yet keep going at least until episode six because if you're not in by episode six i don't think you'll be in for the rest of the show Fair. But like, if you're in a, if you, if you buy in in episode six, then you have to keep going. <laughs> yeah, fair, 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 fair. All right, my number one is your number one. It's it's, it's not going to be surprising to anyone who who listens to us. It's sweet home too. I was going to say it was like I feel like if you don't mention it, it would be kind of weird. Yeah, no, it is sweet home too. I know I I said that you know it's it's like a very it feels like very much as a mid season. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I don't care. It was fantastic. Uh, I watched it again since then uh, when I was drawing Homelander, which was like, you know, a nice undertone. <laughs> there. I listened you, to the Hungarian. Do, by the way, managed to like, because I, I know what your schedule's like at the moment. Yeah. It, it is insane to me that you managed to make that picture <laughs> in how much you're doing at the moment. Like, I don't know where you found the time. It's, it's during the night. It's like I become a night owl and I'm like, I'm going to do this now. <laughs> and I, I did it. Like, you know, I've been very tired. Don't ask. Don't ask. I got way too excited that Anthony Star <laughs> replied to one of my tweets within two and seconds. She's going to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it is freedom too. It's like it didn't disappoint. It elevated everything that I loved in the first season. Uh, I do miss some of my babies. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, <laughs> but it was beautiful. And I can't wait for season three. And I still hope that that's going to be the final season because I think it would be a perfect like trilogy of of storytelling. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting in. Uh, so yeah, Sweet Home 2 is my number one. Sweet. And I haven't watched that game which I think is going to be a very big contender for this. But they also just put up Happiness, which I always wanted to watch, so I'm watching Happiness now. Anyway, it can change. That's all I'm saying. I'm just if that mention... game is the big one, as they promise it to be. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um, I'm just going to mention my, my little... Because I wrote a lot of shows down <laughs> for the best TV shows. Um, yes. And even, oh, even like best TV shows, technically speaking, just one that I remember what I watched this year and went, oh shit, that was also really good. Um, yeah. So I've got Loki season two. Yes. Doctor Who, all of the 60s specials. Yes. Um, the Last of Us came out this year. I don't know if yes. you remember that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, um, good Omens, which we also talked about and I did love. And now we've got, <laughs> sorry, I just dropped my pen. <laughs> we have confirmed season three, we're getting. So we're getting an ending yes. to the entire show, bizarre. Yes. Uh, and also, the Legend of Vox Machina season two dropped this year. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. It's like this year's been See, so I, long. See, I, I told you this. This year is very weird, like time rise and everything. It's um, just weird. And I had to mention that because they're my babies. Yeah. <laughs> yes, obviously. Uh, my honorable mentions are Blue Eye Samurai, which was fucking fantastic. Really good things about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, the Lost Flowers of Alice Hart was brilliant. 
uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Loki season two, obviously. Um, and then quickly, I will go King the Land, which is also a Korean uh, TV show. I watched many that were made not in 2023, so I'm not going to mention those. Yeah, I didn't mention that anything that it wasn't made, or at yes. least didn't come out in 2023. Uh, Bridgerton, a Queen Charlotte story, is my favorite Bridgerton story, so I, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, and it was really well made and very well acted. And that's it. That's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Ginny and Georgia season two. Fucking love Ginny and Georgia. I'm so glad that they are renewed for two more seasons. I'm like, I didn't yes. know that Ginny and Georgia was so popular. Oh, because I haven't really heard anything about it other than like I know that people I know the people who have seen it really like it, but like every time I'm like, God, people, a lot of people watch this show. It's like yes. one of the top ones on the 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 Netflix list. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm like, it's it's I such a good no show. No idea. It's kind of interesting. It's very good. Uh, and The Last of Us, obviously. I do have problems with The Last of Us. I already talked about it. I'm not going to talk about it again. Watch The Rest of Us on Couch Soup. Anyway, let's yeah, get in. They've got issues, but it was still a really good series. It is. It is a really good series. I'm not going to say it's bad. Like, it's not what I'm getting at. I just have issues with it. Anyway, uh, let's go to the movies? top three worst movies that you watched. Okay. Um, yeah, again, this is very much a disappointment list. So we're going to yes. start with the movie that I technically think is the is a very good movie but i was massively disappointed by yes which is barbie um yes uh so you know i don't think we really need to go over it too much again because we said all this in our, our barbenheimer review yes plug um, as well. um but yeah it's just like it it was a movie that like i'm very glad spoke to a lot of people in the way that it did just didn't work for me in many many ways um uh and it's yeah i just i know just didn't, it's not it's not made for me and that's fine but like it also is like it's just so first level feminism which really just gets on my goat a lot of um but i'm really glad that a lot of people felt seen watching it that i, I will not take that away from people yeah no but no, it did disappoint me this year yeah i agree i agree uh my number three is murder mystery three, uh, two uh because I enjoyed the first one. I think it was fun. I, I think it's always fun when Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston do something together. So I'm like, you know, I wish this would have been better. And it it's not. It's I'm very I was I was very I was it isn't. It's it's uh I tried, I really tried. I was like, ah, okay, if it's gonna be the same silliness as they put into the first one, but it's still got a heart, then then we're good. It's not, it, it doesn't have a heart anymore. It's just, let's be more stupid than we were previously. Yeah, that tends to happen a lot in these sorts of things. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, oh, well, it's a disappointment. What can we do about it? Number two. Um, number two, I'll put 65 on. Six, oh. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. Because you were like, oh, good, dinosaurs, we have to go watch this. Yeah. Um, uh, and we both did and then went, that wasn't very good. No. I'm s yeah, true. I didn't put it on the list because dinosaurs. Um, but yeah, it wasn't great though. I know. Um, I don't really have much to say about it. Those last 15 minutes, as we, we did a whole review on it. You can go watch that on uh, <laughs> channel add. early on. Um, but um, yeah, the last 15 minutes of it are what the whole entire movie should have been. And it wasn't. And it was yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It could have been so good do you know so it's really good. funny i've written for these three movies i've written going down mid mid disappointed that's how i read it's just like Fair. that's Fair. the vibe of all of them so we'll get to yeah. my next mid one you know my top mid one of the year i think yeah um but yeah 65 <laughs> mid that's yeah. my review 
fair. I will quickly say that I've been saying this for many, many years now uh, on this podcast as well, that, uh, uh, you know, we need a survivor horror horror uh, dino movie and we're going to get a survivor horror dino game for Jurassic Park, the survival. I was so happy when they announced that at the Game Awards. I was like, fuck yeah! It's funny. I mean, to be fair, it was like three in the morning by the point that by the time that came up, because I watched all the the entirety of the Game Awards live, didn't even occur to me to be like, I was like, oh, Jurassic Park game, cool, <laughs> just like completely. Like, yeah, but I'm like, I literally just this. Yeah, I'm like, I just bought Jurassic Park stuff. I ordered the Jurassic Park uh, script that's coming out now. I'm like, fuck yeah, please be good. I'm so excited. Anyway, my number two is. Once again, I was in like, you know, should I put this on here? Because it's obviously shit. So I'm like, it's not surprising. It's The Flash. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> it is shit. Like, you know, first of all, that fucking idiot Ezra Miller should be out of business already. Like, the fact that I mean, he was... They should be in jail. They yeah. really should be in jail. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm happy that they're getting, you know, help. And as they should. But that movie, like, considering how much stuff that, that Warner Brothers... Um, uh, you know, just decided not to put out this year. Yeah. <laughs> and it's <laughs> just like, you know, it's bad to look at. Like, the CGI is shit. The acting is very mid. It's, except for Michael Keaton, who's, who's always great. Um, and it's like, you know, the, <laughs> it's just bad. Done. End of sentence. <laughs> End of sentence. It's bad. And I am now regretting watching it. That's it. And the true and the true Perry Ellen. I did watch it. I was bored at one point, and I was like, "Ah, okay, I'm gonna I'm just go watch it now." Uh, but uh, you know, the uh, if if you want to do something with the Flash, bring back Grant Gustin. I was gonna say Grant Gustin has been doing it for so long, and he kind of has yeah. the character down at this point. It's like, yeah, he's he's on. the best. He's the best. Number one. Number one. Um, and I think we kind of went over this in our review of it as well. I put Ant Man the the at Quantumania. <gasps> I'm gonna be. It was. It was mid. It was the most mid movie. I like that, man. I don't. You know. Yes, go ahead. Mid. I don't know. I don't really have much more to say about it. It was just like it was so unpolished and like, just. Yeah, it was just mid. There's not a lot going on with it. I don't really have anything else to say. That's how okay. like not great it was. <laughs> okay. My number one is the non two. <laughs> Mostly because I was like, you know, I I had I had problems with the first non movie, but like this one was like, let's grab all the things that people had problem with in the first one, and do them again. And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why would you do this? And the fact that they they, you know, thankfully they they brought back uh, Tysa Farmiga, who's the uh, sister of Vera Farmiga. I'm always confused if they are sisters or mother daughter, but they are sisters. Are they? I think so. <laughs> I don't. Know I don't I'm like so confused. Anyway, um, but like you know, it's it's good that they back Frenchie's back. Whatever, it's great. But I like I feel like that was more in here, and they could have like literally connected it to the Conjuring storyline because Frenchie is is obviously connected to the Vorens as well. But like they just. They didn't, and the scares weren't scary that much. I think that was one time where I was like, oh, fuck. And that's it. 
disappointing. But I kind of expected it to be disappointing, but still it was disappointing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I struggle with this one just because um I only really saw the movies I saw in the cinema. I saw a lot of movies that didn't come out this year in the cinema, and also I liked them all. <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of struggling. But Ant Man was the first one that came up. I was like, yeah, no, that was mid. That was the first one I saw this year. I was like, meh. <sighs> anyway, let's do the top three best movies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your um, number three, my, my friend? Number three is probably not a whole on a whole lot of people's best movie list, but I really, really loved it. <laughs> so, um, it, I put on Asteroid City. Um. Interesting is what, yeah, where's Anderson's new movie? I saw it in the cinema, and I, it's really funny. I said there were two women who sat behind me, it was like the three of us in the, in the entire yeah. cinema. It was quite a small cinema, anyway, but like there was only three of us in there. I loved it a lot. There's a lot in it that I really love. There's an entire sequence in it that I literally didn't stop thinking about for like a good week or so after this, and so it still pops into my brain every once in a while. Where I was like, that's just like the, the dialogue in it, I adored. And I think everybody in it is really fun. And I think it's mm. a lovely movie. Um, obviously, it's visually gorgeous because it's the Wes Anderson movie. Um, but a lot of people, I can, I know it didn't work for them because they, they found it to be very flat um, in places. And like it didn't, I don't know, I think they were looking for bigger emotions from it. But actually, I love how quiet it is. Um, it, it's a very meandery sort of film. But I really <laughs> like meandery sorts of films. <laughs> um, it felt like the perfect encapsulation of like, that kind of, like the thing I love about like when when I say that I love kind of mid indie budget films uh where I like three star movies it is that in it like it very much it felt like that to me um mm. but I, I just I really I really loved everything that he did with it um yeah I can't I, I didn't stop thinking about it for a really long time okay I just think it's lovely <laughs> fair fair like yeah Especially, in, it's I find it interesting because I just saw it on one of the big outlets. Worst movies of I know a lot list. of people didn't like it at all. But yeah, like I honestly, those people, I'm like, I don't even understand the movie. I haven't seen it, so I can't talk on it. And I mm. don't really like Wes Anderson. That's the other thing. So I'm like, I'm probably not going to watch it. That's the whole truth of it. All right, uh, oh, I struggled with this so much. <laughs> like, this this was the struggle for me. Like, which one do I put here? So, I decided on this one. My number three is Oppenheimer. Interesting. That's way lower than I thought it was going to be. I know. I know. That's. I, there are a lot of surprising things in here. Uh, I really loved it. And, you know, because I love Nolan, first of all. That's, like, very important. And all, I fucking love Killian, uh, who's just... He, he should be winning everything. I'm not even going to. Yeah, he, he is a shoe-in for the best actor this year. We'll yeah, be yeah, 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 yeah. He, he really should be. Uh, it was very good. I I already expressed that I conversation has to really work in order for me to enjoy a movie that's basically just conversation upon conversation upon conversation. About I mean, yes, it really is things. the basis of yes. a thing that needs to like be good. Yes. I, You know me, I love movies that just have people talking in rooms. It's kind of yeah. my favorite thing. Yes, and that, that that's like, you know, they nailed it, and I loved it, and I enjoyed it, and, and I think it's brilliantly done. But yeah, it's, it's number three. It's number three because there were two things that I just enjoyed more. a lot more uh, <laughs> this year, so I put them above. Mm. But I still really love Oppenheimer. I think it's fucking brilliant. Mm. 
Your yeah, turn fair enough. With number do you, two. Do you want to see my number two? Yeah. My number two is Oppenheimer. <laughs> 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 like, interesting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, I put it up. I, honestly, those the, my first two were kind of really, really easy. I did. I loved Oppenheimer. I think I said everything I really needed to say about it again in our Barbenheimer review. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, it is. I think I like I said. I love movies where people sit in rooms and talk. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. for for hours and hours. I think it did it, it perfectly. Um, mm. I have said it in the review. The last hour of that movie is a horror film, uh, and it is so effective. Um, mm. uh, and it was just. I think. I think it was just so. Yeah, brilliantly done. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it really is brilliant. I have my issues with it. I do think that 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 like you know there there's like things in it that I'm like actually I would have preferred more about this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that comes from the decision that he made to be very you know he's it's very singularly about Oppenheimer. So it means that any other character that you're kind of like well this person feels a bit underdeveloped comes from the fact that it's such a like tight angle yeah. on the character that, that he's discussing and whether that works or doesn't work is you know up to everybody's interpretation and i think any all the criticisms that came out from like the fact that that was the are very valid um and i can understand why people you know would have issues about certain parts of it um yeah. uh for those reasons but like yeah it's still fucking brilliant cinema <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really sat in the cinema afterwards because, like, you know, I did the whole. We we both did the whole thing where we watched both of them. Yeah. I yeah sat yeah. through the entire credits, really sitting there, like, yeah. like trying to like put it together, and I'm being like, I had to get out of the seat, go pee, and then get ready for Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was the other way around, but yeah. <laughs> um, you don't get to sit with us for quite long because usually yeah. in a movie like that, I would have gone sat in my car for half an hour just just be like, okay, what do I actually feel about this sort of thing? And I didn't have the the, the amount of time I would have usually taken to yeah. um, do that. Uh, and then I got out of Barbie and I was like, <laughs> just like yeah. slightly irritated. For the people listening, I made a face. Um, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I loved Oppenheimer. So it was fun. You yeah. know, it's great. It's great TV. I've asked for it for Christmas. <laughs> TV, movie. It's movie. it's great cinema. Yeah. That's what it's I meant. Cinema. It is cinema. It's great cinema. Yes. Uh, I love I love the news that came in that uh you know uh, physical media is not that and it uh, sold out on uh, in Best Buy and Amazon. I think it's hours. because Nolan is, is is doing the thing that I wish more people would pardon me do. Um, because it's the thing I've always loved about DVD DVD extras. Nobody puts any effort into DVD extras anymore. Yeah. I love DVD extras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give That's me three fair. hours of bonus content. We all want it. Yeah. All right. My number two is something that might be surprising, mm. but not if you know me. <laughs> and if you know my taste. <laughs> uh it's no one will save you. Oh uh, yeah. No, that's that that movie was such a genuine surprise and so fucking good like i said this after i watched it and i said this uh, on this podcast that it was genuinely the first time for a very long time where i was like holding on to dear life and be like fucking move <laughs> and things like that so it it was i was really really in it and it was the kind of horror movie that i've been missing uh, ever since the last Quiet Place movie came out, which wasn't a long time ago, I know, don't yell at me, but like, you know, I need more of that. I need that, like, genuine, like, tension and just, you know, what's gonna happen next kind of feeling that, that you have in there, especially when you see things before the character sees them and you're like, 
fucking turn around, turn around, please. You know, I missed that. And it was brilliantly done. Um, and everything in it was was brilliant. But the, the greatest thing in it is that there's no dialogue at all. And it works so perfectly. Just... And it was a struggle to like because i really wanted it on my list but the first two lists that i wrote it's not on there and i was like i'm missing something from here i was missing no one will save you so it's on the list now cool all right Fair we arrive to the number one best movie for you mm. this year <laughs> i'm curious if you like do you have any inkling of what you think it might be uh not really no no i'm not sure <laughs> okay i was just curious if you might have like a, a guess I don't, I don't know it's not like it's not like a huge upset or anything like that i was just like curious if you if you if you had any like inkling about it I, it's past lives for me oh okay i loved that movie i'm desperate to watch it again it is just like celine song for her first film it's it's <laughs> yeah bonkers how fucking beautiful it is um it is so stunning i was explaining the plot of it to a friend of mine the other day um and i was just like thinking about all the little bits and pieces in it that uh, are you know so in integral to like the characters and the fact that it it makes space for everybody in that movie like the three main players um nobody's demonized <laughs> um it's just like it's it's about the complication the, the, how complicated it is to have like a love, an old love mm. and a new love, and yeah, feeling like you know somebody for a really long time, but like it just didn't work out in this mm. sort of mm. lifetime, and that maybe will be something to each other in another lifetime. Um, aggressively is um, phenomenal in this film, and it just surprised me. There were so many moments in it where I thought it was going to do something really cliche, but it it never did. Um, yeah, it, the the last shot of that movie also really got me. <laughs> I was I was kind of sitting there going, I'm not as emotional about this as I really thought it was going to. Um, but the very end, just like it like slammed into me <laughs> so properly. It's it's brilliant. It's, it's just a movie. really great film. Um and one that I feel like a lot of people probably would have easily missed. So Oh yeah, yeah. Probably. If you can get your hands on it legally, actually. Yes. Like if you can buy it anywhere, I would really recommend it. Because I think she deserves they deserve oh, yeah. money. <laughs> yes, yes, agreed, agreed. I like yes, this choice. <sighs> I struggled with the first one mm. uh, a lot. There were four really big uh, contenders for it, mm. but I have to stay true to myself, and it's got it's Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> because I, those are my babies, mm. and I love them very dearly, and I love the send off that they got from James. And I think it was beautiful, and I think all the emotions were where they needed to be. Uh, and, you know, it was just good. I had fun with it. I cried on it. I love that they focused so much on Rocket and, and it, it's, you know, their friendships and all that. And I, I honestly think that, um, you know, uh, these three Guardians movies are on the same page as the three Captain America movies. Uh, or, in my honest opinion, uh, the three new Spider-Man movies, which I mm. I just think they are just perfect as they are. 
I we didn't change anything about them. And it also had Will Porter. <laughs> well, Porter is just an immediate win, always. Yeah, it's just like, oh, he's in it, done. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I, I will do honorable mentions now. Uh, because I only I... have uh, one honorable mention just because I, I feel like then if do, you're do yours first. It, um, my honorable mention is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. I nearly put this on instead of Asteroid City, and then I kind of went for Asteroid City because I think that one had more heart for me. But I fucking loved it. I saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning twice. <laughs> it's really good. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a remember. really fun action movie. The last hour of that film is one of the tensest things I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Fair, 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 fair. It's a, it's just so fun. I love the Mission Impossible films. Do I think it's the best Mission Impossible? Probably not, but it's real good. <laughs> fair. Uh, all right. The honorable <laughs> mentions uh, that were contending for the first place. Uh, first of all, these three were across the Spider Verse, which is fucking brilliant. Mm. Uh, Nimona, which mm. if you haven't watched on Netflix, do it immediately. It's such an important story. So beautiful. Uh, Shout out to Andy Stevenson. Yes, uh, and uh, the third one will, might be surprising, but not really. Once again, if you know me, it's Dungeons and Dragons, which was yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> fucking brilliant! I love that movie so much. It has so much heart, so much fun. I just love everything about it. So I was like, oh, I that really want to put it on the list. That was really wonderful. I did, I did look at it and go, oh, that is a really good movie. It's going to add it to my honorable mentions list as well. I, had, I saw a couple of movies right at the beginning of the year because I was kind of catching up on a lot of the Oscar contenders. Um, yes. Uh, but a lot of them came out like the year before in America, but they did technically come out here. I would also maybe put Tar on my list because, like, that yeah, was yeah, right yeah, at yeah. the beginning of the late year, and I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> it's it a really brilliant. good movie. Um, it is brilliant. Yeah, Very true, true. And the the last honorable mention is Unlocked, which I screamed about already. That's many the times. one by the guy who did Searching, right? Or no, that's no, the Korean that's one. Missing. That's, that's the Korean missing. one. You're, that's yes. the Korean. I'm missing there. was I, also I brilliant. You got it. You got it. Missing was also brilliant. But uh, yeah, Unlocked is the Korean movie. It's on Netflix, mm -hmm. available for all to watch. Highly recommended. It's fucking nerve wracking. It's a genuine horror without being a horror movie, basically. But it's like it's so real and so realistic that it's like <laughs> freak me the fuck out. Brilliantly done. Love that movie so much. I will rewatch it at one point when I am not that afraid of it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I will also say it's just like in theory, because fuck you, Hungary, fucking hate it here. <laughs> but uh, I haven't seen Godzilla minus one, and I have a feeling I've really good things about it. Yes, I have a feeling that if if I have seen that movie, this list would be very different. And that's how we'll close off this entire talk. And I will say to all of you, dear listeners and watchers, however you choose to, you know, consume us. Yes. Uh, have a wonderful holiday time. Uh, enjoy the new year. And we will be back in January. And we wish you all the best. And thank you for coming along this journey with us so far. Mm -hmm. And let's let's do even more. Yeah, we've got. I've got some. I've I've pushed for some pretty um some movies that we want. I want to review next year. Yes. So that, which I'm I'm very much looking forward to. But annoyingly, they're out everywhere else at the moment. But they're not out ever in Europe until the New Year. One of which I'm really annoyed about. Technically, a Christmas film. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get around it. We're gonna get, we're gonna get around it. it. But yeah, we've got some stuff. Yes. Some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
very very exciting stuff for coming we can start of january uh, talking about the most anticipated things and then we get into right into it into echo which now comes out in uh on january 9th all five episodes oh very i was gonna say the whole it. thing at once yeah all, the whole thing at mm. once very excited for it the new trailer just got me even hyped so i'm like mm. anyway we love you all thank you for listening and watching don't forget to subscribe uh, promote us to your friends if they like movies and tv shows and whatnot uh and we love you all and watch movies watch movies guys Thank you.